OWC Radio number 21, iPad. everyone it's a special saturday recording of owc radio this is episode number 21 i am tim robertson the host of owc radio and thank you very much for joining us today i appreciate you downloading the show listening and i look forward to hearing from you guys you can always send feedback to the show at podcast at maxsales.com that's the email address you can also find us on twitter twitter.com slash owc radio or you can call our Skype number, 1-801-938-5559. Now, of course, today is Saturday. I'm recording this around, oh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was planning on recording this episode either Thursday or Friday, but you know what? The iPad was coming out this weekend. I just figured I'm going to hold off and do it after I get the iPad, come in and make a special Saturday show and give you guys my first impressions of the uh, iPad. I know some of you guys have got the iPad yourself already, and probably more of you are waiting, waiting to find out, hey, is this thing as good as Apple made it out to sound? Uh, Is all the reviews from the tech journalists out there, are they accurate? There's a lot of questions. A lot of people have been emailing me and sending me a message on Twitter, and uh, I'm ready to talk about it. Now, I got mine around 11 o'clock. No, about 10 o'clock. I'm sorry, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's now 3 o'clock. So I've been playing with it almost nonstop for about four, four and a half hours or so. Now, I'm not the only one to play with it. I I actually let my six-year-old daughter play with it for a little while. There's a uh, drawing program, too, actually, that she wanted to play with. And I had to ask her... After about 20 minutes to give it back, she did not want to give it back. She loved the iPad. In particular, I'm scrolling through my screen right now. I want to find out exactly the name of the two apps that she really enjoyed. Art Studio was one. uh, Very highly rated iPhone app that the developer actually sent me a promo code, saving me 99 cents, to download and test out Art Studio because the developer doesn't have an iPad yet, so he wants to hear if the new version that he created for the iPad is working well or not. And I'm happy to report both my testing and my six-year-old daughter's testing was a success. And you know what? She got around the screen really easy. She figured out how to use the different tools. So, hey, it's it's a a success as far as a six-year-old is concerned and me, a 40-year-old. The other one was Draw. Um... I think Draw might have been free, but honestly, I can't remember at this at this time because I've downloaded so many iPad applications, I can't remember what I paid for and what were free applications. The funny thing is, well, I don't know if it's funny, it's kind of sad. I got my receipt today from Apple via email. And in the last three days, I spent $70 on apps. Unfortunately... 
I didn't get to play with them until today. <laughs> you know, I, I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting. So I installed a lot of stuff on the iPad, including iBooks, and I want to start there because that was uh, probably the number one question I was getting from people. What is it like to read books on the iPad? Well, the application itself doesn't come on the iPad. You actually have to download it. So the first thing that you want to download on your iPad is is iBooks because it's simply fantastic. I just launched it myself. It gives a really nice background. It looks like a shelf, a bookshelf. It comes free with a book, Winnie the Pooh. I thought that was kind of cool. Now, the neat thing is uh, I'm going to go into the store right now. The store obviously is built right in iBooks. So you don't go into the iTunes Music Store to buy books. It's built into the iBook Store itself. Now, there's a lot of books up here, to be honest. Um, I went. There's one that says bestsellers, $9.99 or less. I went in there and actually bought a book. I bought, and it's something I read a long time ago, but I really enjoyed, um, the, the Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. It's a fantasy book. I liked it a lot. I read it a long, long time ago. I remember I had fond memories of it, but it's a really long series, and I gave up on it after a while. But I might go back and read it. I mean, if it's going to be on my my iPad, it'd be a lot easier to read. By the way, I said earlier I've been using this thing for about four and a half hours, right? It's got I still have, and this is watching videos and everything, playing music. I still have a 70% charge right now as I'm holding it. That's pretty impressive. So I know a lot of people were asking about, hey, Tim, what's the battery like? Am I going to be recharging it a lot? Well, yeah, you're going to be recharging it, obviously, uh, probably every night, but... Right now, I'm at 70% charge, and I've, I've been using it nonstop since, you know, 10, 10.30. So the um, the iBooks is really, really great. I, You know what? I've never been an electronic book reader. I tried on the iPhone. I really did. I tried Stanza. Um, I tried the Kindle app. I tried a lot of different apps to try just even PDFs on the iPhone. Quite honestly, it's just too small. And I'm a reader. I mean, I I love reading. But reading on the iPhone, for anything more than, say, 10 minutes, I can look through Safari on my iPhone and play with it a little bit and um, read the news and get caught up on stuff. But I can't do it for very long. It's just too small. Totally different experience reading on the iPad. It feels natural. It feels normal. The text is uh, super easy to read. I love it. I really do. I'm going to read even more because of the iPad. So uh, they have a lot of free books, too. I, I actually download The Art of War. So I have that. Now, the neat thing is when you go into the store, you can actually download a sample. And, for instance, uh, let me pull up this book that I downloaded a sample of, and it's called Earthstrike, Star Carriers, Book One by Ian Douglas. Um, I don't know anything about this book. I just downloaded it because I had to have something to try. And it gives you... Uh, when you hold it, holding it in portrait mode, 39 pages, and if you rotate the book, so you have, you know, two pages on one screen, it's 67 pages. So it does scale the text to uh, to the different size and how how you're reading the book. But let me check here. It doesn't. No, it doesn't change the size of the font unless you want it to. It just gives you a, a two pane view. So in two pane, 67 pages. And it's just a preview. That's just a preview. Now, you can buy the book directly from the app 
while you're in that book alone. So if you get to the end of the 67th page and you're like, oh my God, this is great, I have to buy it, there's a button right there that you go click, buy, and you're done. It's fantastic. So that's iBooks. I really like it a lot. Uh, I haven't explored it in depth yet. Like I said, I've only had this for, you know, a matter of hours. But I, I did want to go through some of the applications that I downloaded and give you my impressions. But before I get into that, let's talk about the number one question that I've been getting since this morning. How well does it run iPhone slash iPod Touch games? And what does it look like when you scale it up? Now, I've done it on a few different apps so far. And honestly, it's hit or miss. Some apps look really good. Uh, it's actually easier to play on the iPad some games. Uh, what was the name of that game? Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. It's a mature rated game. I've always wanted to play it. I've owned it for a long time since it came out on the iPhone. I've tried playing it on the iPhone, but... It is touchscreen. My fingers just get in the way. I can't see it well enough on the iPhone to really enjoy it. So I got through maybe 10 minutes of the game, and honestly, I stopped playing it. And this is a $10 game. I felt like I wasted my $10. bucks. It's i am not playing the game. Why am I spending this much money? Well, now that I have it, I'm going to see what I can do. Oh, yeah, I can. Um, I just, by the way, what I was doing right there, I was testing to see if I could put something else in the dock, and you can. You can have more than four items in the dock. Um, playing Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars on the iPad, I don't want to say it looks bad, but it doesn't look great. You could tell that it's being upscaled graphic-wise, but it was so much easier to play. I can see so much more. So some games, great. Some games, Eh, doesn't work so well. There's a game called Fingerzilla. <laughs> My uh, two-year-old really likes that because you just basically tap on buildings and your finger is like Godzilla and it blows up the buildings. He loves it on the iPhone. He loved it on the iPad too. Yes, I let my two-year-old play with the iPad. And no, he didn't get to hold it, even though he kept asking, Daddy, I hold? Daddy, I hold? And of course, Daddy said no. But he played Fingerzilla on the iPad. He really liked it. To my practiced eye, it looked very blurry and uh, didn't look good. So, you, so you know, it, it's hit or miss. Now, here's one thing to remember. If it's a popular app or it's a developer who really cares about their apps, you will see an iPad version of said applications for the iPad. Here's my problem. And I'm going to use, say, Field Runners as an example. I have Field Runners on my iPhone. I had to buy it again for the iPad. Now, if I already own the game, should I have to pay for another version? No, because my iPhone version will work on the iPad. I tried it. It works fine, except the graphics aren't very good. So for you guys, I spent the extra money, $7.99, downloaded and purchased Field Runners for the iPad, and compared it with the original. No comparison, folks. The The version on the iPad looks better. It's faster. It's just an all-around better computing experience or game-playing experience. So if there is an app that you're interested in and you have an iPad, get the iPad version. Unless, of course, it's something that's you know, uh, you'd need on your iPhone. 
But I think for games, the iPad is going to quickly eclipse, in, at least in desirability, the mindset of who, what games you're going to play on what. You're going to play it on the iPad. It's, it's, it's so much better. And here's something funny, too, by the way. After playing with the iPad, and i got to be honest, it is a little bit heavy. Um, after playing with the iPad for, you know, like two hours, I picked up my iPhone to make a call, and I felt like I had giant hands. It felt like my hands were huge on my touchscreen iPhone. Why? Because I'm used to holding this great big huge touchscreen, and all of a sudden I'm holding this little one. It felt like it, it weighed nothing. The screen felt really small. Um, I thought it was kind of funny. Thought I'd pass that along. So what else we got here? Um, is that no? Facebook has not updated their app. But here's a funny thing: when I was on the iPhone, I needed to use the Facebook app to access Facebook. Why? Because the web browser on Safari on the iPhone, I just couldn't see it good enough. It's way too much scrolling, left, right, up, down. Just didn't really work with the Facebook's website layout. So I used the app. But I always thought the app was kind of a poor substitute for the true web experience. Using Facebook on Safari on the iPad, totally different matter. It, it works. It looks great. You see everything very easily. Um, and the nice thing is, and, I, and I'm learning this pretty quickly, is when you're on the iPhone and you go to certain websites, it knows that you're on a mobile device and it automatically gives you the, the mobile device version of the website. Have you seen that yet? I hate that. Although there are websites out there that I would rather them give me that at first because I don't want to sit there on my mobile device loading all these graphics when I just want to catch the headlines. So that's kind of nice. But with the iPad, it does not register as a mobile device on these websites. So you don't get that cheap mobile device looking website. It's the full version of the internet minus flash. So, you know, I just loaded Facebook up on my iPad, and it just looks great. It looks like Adam Christensen from the uh, MacCast has got his, let's see, yep, he got his iPad, and he's doing an unboxing now with photos. Uh, I didn't do that. I took a couple pictures and posted them on Twitter, and that was about it. And I took the pictures using my iPhone. And I've got a nice DSL, DLS, DSLR, am I saying that right? digital yeah dslr camera and so i could have took really high quality pictures but uh, the iphone was right there and i just had to get this thing open with and started playing with it so that is uh the facebook app if you're a comic book reader marvel comics has their own app and you can download some free comics and play with it and look at it and it looks pretty cool you, you tap on a panel on the comic book and it kind of comes to life moves towards you Makes it very easy to read. I would like to find out if I could put my own scanned comic books on here, though. And I'll have to look at that. Dropbox so far does not have a native iPad version of their software, but the iPhone version works just as well. Going back to the beginning. A couple of really, uh, <laughs> i got to be honest, about, I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago when I installed the Mac Mini in my entertainment center in the living room, I rejoined a service that, you know what, I had kind of given up on because I just don't watch as many movies, especially, you know, an actual DVD. And that's Netflix. 
But with their streaming service and the fact that they're adding more and more and more content to their streaming service, you know what? I figured it was worth the 10 bucks that it cost, less than 10 bucks um, to get. So I did. And I, I haven't even signed up anything in my queue. Um, it's empty. So they haven't even sent me a DVD yet. I just watch everything instantly. So when I saw that there's an iPad version, well, I don't want to say version, there's an iPad app for Netflix. That was one of the first things I downloaded two days before the iPad was even at my house. And quite honestly, once everything synced up and I was ready to go, that was the second or third app that I tried. And I have to say, not only does Netflix work flawlessly on the iPhone, or I'm sorry, on the iPad, it looked fantastic. It really did. I watched the uh, pilot episode of The Office streaming, and it looked great. I mean, oh, it was beautiful. What else is beautiful is the ABC app, ABC Player. It gives you kind of an iPad-esque front end to all the videos that they provide free on their website. I tried it, and it worked great. Uh, Videos started downloading almost immediately. Most of them are ad-sponsored, so you got to watch, you know, 30 seconds of commercial here and there. But who cares? The app is free, as is the Netflix app. Here's something that... uh, Somebody is asking me, how does the iPod player work on the iPad? And I have to say this, far and away, is the very best implementation of the iPad, or I'm sorry, of the iPod on any device, including the iPhone, iPod Touch, or the original iPod itself. iPod on iPad is fabulous. It is just, it's mind-blowing. It doesn't look like an iPad. You know what it looks like? iTunes. This is what I've always wanted. I've wanted iTunes on my mobile device. I hate the way you have to scroll stuff all the time forever on the iPhone or the old iPod. Um, It just didn't work real well. With a bigger screen, what they basically did, it looks like to me, is they gave the iPod app, and iTunes facelift. And by God, if it doesn't look great, and it works great. I I love it. It's so much easier to use. It's so much easier to get to your content than on an iPhone. There's no comparison. There really isn't. You have to check it out yourself. You have to see how easy it really is to use on the iPad. It's it's going to change the way I listen to my music. It really is, portably anyways. Let's see what else we got up here on the uh, good old iPad. Photos, by the way, look great. Now, everyone's seen those. Um, let's go to places. Oh, look at that. Places work. Uh, nope, I haven't been in Greenland. Let me scroll back here. Uh, it's showing some things in Minneapolis. What did, what did I do in Minneapolis? Oh, that's it was on a, a flight. Okay. Um, it just works. It's, it kind of reminds me of a poor man's iPhoto, except you just don't have the level of control that you do on iPhoto on a Mac. It's okay. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but I can see that if Apple put a little bit more time into 
the Photos app on the iPad, it could be even better. Seriously. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, I did try Dragon Dictation. They have an iPad version. Um, yeah, it worked. I'm just not big into talking and having something. It's, it's too confusing for me. I'm not very good at dictation, period. New sentence. Hey, Shazam is on the iPad. It's a free ad-supported version, and it works great. Now, the App Store itself, you've been to the App Store on an iPhone probably, and you've been on the App Store on iTunes on your computer. Which one do you prefer browsing? Well, the one on your computer, I would imagine. It's You just see more. It's easier to navigate. Same thing with the iPad. The App Store is so much better. Now, what I really like is because it knows I'm on an iPad, the apps that it's showing me are iPad-related. So it's not showing me all the stuff that's in there, i.e. all the iPads or iPhone stuff. It's really just showing me, at least from what I could tell, let's go to what's hot. Uh, it's just showing me iPad stuff, and that's great because that's what I want. I'm on my iPad I don't care about all the iPhone apps right now. I want to look at the native iPad-supported apps. That's what I want to see. That's what it's showing. And, yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling down, and sure enough, oh, look, AP News is free. I'm going to click that. Install app. It asks for my password. This, this. Uh, 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 uh. And it's downloading. Awesome. So I think the implementation of the App Store is probably the best compared to the iPhone. It, it just works great. Now, the other question that I wanted to address with you guys is what's it like to type on the iPad? Yeah, it's not bad. Now, it's easier to type on the iPad than it is on the iPhone, and yet it's not as simple to type on the iPad as it is on a real keyboard. And I don't think that probably surprises anybody. Um, it's not intuitive for me yet, but I think that's going to come with time. I don't foresee the, well, I can't really see myself using like pages to get serious work done on the iPad, at least not yet. That might change. I do have pages and, uh, it works great by the way. I just can't see myself using the iPad professionally to type up a, a blog post, bleh, a blog post for, say, MacSales.com. Um, I don't think I, – I maybe I've just used a, a physical keyboard too long, and I have to break myself of that. Now, I know that Apple is selling the um, – you know, that dock with a keyboard and all that. If I use that, absolutely, I could do it then. Um, but actually typing on the iPad itself – other than very basic stuff, maybe an email, that sort of thing, mm, I don't know. Maybe if I got used to it, but I think it's going to take a while to get used to it. There's just no tactile sensation moving between the keys. Now, if you're looking at it horizontally, it's a lot easier to type. It's spaced out a lot better, closer to a real keyboard. Now, at the beginning of the show, I said I want to talk a little bit about um, – other world computing along with the iPad. And why is that? Because, quite honestly, we've got some really, really 
really cool stuff right now. Starting Monday, well, actually, you can already order it now, but you won't get it until Monday at this point. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six unique products, six right now, ready to go for sale. And I'm going to run through them here. We have the New View screen protector for $9.99. Now, of course, that's you put over the screen to protect it from scratches and stuff like that. We have the, I think this is almost like magic, the New View Privacy Protector for $39.99. Now, when you have the New View Privacy Protector on your iPad and you're holding it right in front of you, it looks fine. But if you get off center, in other words, somebody's sitting next to you at the bus, they look at your screen, they can't see it. It's magic. They can't see your screen. You can. I don't know how this works. It's just amazing. I... I I don't know. It, it, I have to try it out. I, I'm going to pick one of these up. I'm going to try it. I'm going to let you guys know what I think. I think it's magic. I don't know how they did it. The New Guard Leather. Now, what this is, it's a hard-backed leather case for the iPad. Now, this doesn't protect the front of it. It's just there to protect the back of it. And that's very important because um, I've had a couple questions. People asking, hey, what's the back like? Did, it looks like the original iPhone, the first generation iPhone. Does it scratch as easily? I'm going to say, yeah, it really does look like it's going to scratch easy, quite honestly. Um, and I don't have a case for this yet. So that's going to be one of the first things that I do is to get some sort of protection for the iPad. Now, there's going to be a lot of companies out there selling cases, if you will. And here's the problem. You get somebody, some of these fly-by-night companies that pop up out of nowhere. Uh, they tout their, you know, great protection and this award and that award. And, oh, it's only this price. And generally, they sell a lot of them. And then the companies go away and the people who bought them, they're not happy because the stitching comes out of them. Uh, after a few uses, taking it on and off, it starts getting weak to the point where it doesn't hold snugly onto your iPhone or your iPad. I've seen it happen. I've seen it way too often uh, in my role as the publisher of My Mac Magazine. I reviewed a lot of these things over the years. So you have to pick the products from companies that's been doing it for a long time, that has a trusted name, and that they're not a fly-by-night operation. They're going to be there. Other world computing and newer technology fits the bill perfectly. Now, the iFolio is $99. Now, this is more than just a, a case for the iPad. Yes, it is a handcrafted, premium imported leather. You know what it looks like? It, it kind of looks like uh, an organizer. You know what I mean? One of those organizers that you would zip open and zip close and you can open it up. It looks more like a portfolio, that sort of thing. That's kind of what this looks like. But it's really, really high quality. You put your iPad inside of it and it holds it by the corner. So you can use your iPad while it's in the newer tech iFolio. It comes in black and red, by the way. And on the other side, the part that kind of protects the screen when you open it up, that part has pockets on that side. So you can put business card, a credit card, papers. It even has place for a pen. 
in the iFolio. It looks really cool. Oh, by the way, also comes with uh, a handle so you can carry it, kind of like a briefcase. Be kind of a small briefcase, but still a briefcase. But it also comes with a strap so you can rear over your shoulder if you have to. Honestly, this I haven't seen, and I'm not just saying this because I, you know, my relationship with other world computing. I'm saying this because this looks like a fantastic product, the iFolio. I might have to get one of these myself. No, I'm going to have to get one of these myself. Darn it. Hmm. More money I have to spend. My wife's going to get mad at me. <laughs> uh, actually, she suggested that I buy one of these for her parents because, yep, we're getting them an iPad. I've talked about it before. After using the iPad myself, yes, they're going to get an iPad. They're not going to get a regular MacBook. They're going to get an iPad. And I'm going to bring this to them tomorrow. Not theirs, mine. We haven't bought theirs yet. I'm going to bring it to them tomorrow to play with my iPad on Easter. I think they're going to like it. Now, we also have some accessories for the iPad, the New Guard Clear. Now, this is a protective case that's completely clear. And the nice part of that is it still looks like a natural uh, iPad. It, it's You see right through it. So it, you can't even tell that this case is really on there. But yet, it's offering you the protection that you're going to want. And last, but certainly not least, is the New Guard silicone, which comes in six different colors. For $17.99, comes in black, red, frost white, green, orange, and blue. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of the, um, you remember when the iPad or the iPod cases were the big thing. And all these different companies had all these different goofy cases and they were all just different colors. But it was an exciting time, though, because there was a lot of creativity out there in the case market. And it's that creativity and colors and style that really reminds me of the new guard from newer technology for the iPad. That's what it reminds me of. You can find all those at www.maxsales.com. So I don't know if you could tell by this recording, I've stopped a couple times recording and played with the iPad for a few minutes and then came back to you guys. Uh, I played some more videos. I played some more music. I looked at the books a little bit more because as I'm recording, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I want to check that. So I'll stop recording for a minute. I'll check it and I'll come back. Oh, I want to check maps while I'm talking to you guys. Uh, But because of that, I'm down to 60%. uh, Push that. I'm down to 60% battery life. Um, maps, by the way, I'm looking at Google Maps here on, well, I guess it's, it's just called Maps on the iPad. Oh, look, it knows where I'm at. And, oh, look at that. It has a street view. Let's take a look. Wow. Wow, you should really see street view on the iPad. Holy smokes. This is, let me rotate it. Wow. Oh, you know what's cool with Street View? Uh, No matter if you're in portrait, let me try that, or landscape, it's the full screen. So it's not giving you, it's not chopping the screen any. It just shows you more if you go to landscape as as opposed to portrait. Wow, this is fantastic. This looks great. Uh, Can I do anything with this picture? I guess not. What would be really cool is if I could take this picture that I'm looking at and... uh, 
and post it somewhere. I'm gonna, I wonder if I could take a screen snapshot. I can, okay. Now what I'm going to do, what I just did is took a picture on my, uh, on my iPad. I'm going to go into my Twitter account right now. And uh, let's see, let's use Twitterific. Yes, it's the iPad version of Twitterific and it works great. And I'm going to go into, oh, you know what? I didn't set this one up yet. Uh, we'll go into TweetDeck because I have set that one up. Let me see here. And if you couldn't tell, I had to take a small break right there because the phone started ringing. And uh, it was uh, Guy Searle. He is the host of the MyMac.com podcast. And he had spent the morning in Virginia at an Apple store. Um I, covering the event, I suppose. And so I talked to him a little bit, and he was giving me his impressions of the iPad. He did not buy one. He wants the 3G version model, I should say. And um, he said everyone at the store was just so pumped about getting an iPad. But he did get hands-on. And uh, so far, uh, talking to, to Guy, talking to uh, – well, not talking, but – communicating with people on Twitter and Facebook who have an iPad like I do, everyone is happy with it. Now, I don't want to keep drawing this out because I, this is a, an odd episode in that I'm trying to use the device as I'm recording a show, and that's probably not the, the best way to produce a show, honestly. But I wanted to give you guys, uh, you know, an account of what I think of the iPad because a lot of you have been asking. So let me wrap up this episode with this. I used to ask a question um, of guests on uh, different shows. And the question was, if you could go back in time to your 16-year-old self and you could only bring one thing with you, what would that one thing be to show them what the future is like? It used to be maybe a laptop, maybe, you know, uh, an iPhone or an iPad or a video game system or whatever. Quite honestly, at this point in time, there's no question what I would bring back in time to show my younger self. That thing would be an iPad. I would obviously preload it with a lot of cool stuff because even if back in the past, back in 1986 when I was 16, there was no internet, at least not that you think of as the internet, there was no wireless routers, there was no 3G coverage. So anything you could do online with the iPad would be out. But that is a small portion of what the iPad can do. From music to games to productivity apps, watching video, it's just amazing the capabilities of this. This is the first device, quite honestly, that when I'm using it, I actually feel like I'm using future technology. That's what the iPad feels like for me, that this was something that was created somewhere else, that this is so good and so unique and so revolutionary that it doesn't belong in this timeline. This feels like Star Trek to me. This feels like future technology. 
Some people say it's just a big iPod Touch. Maybe. I think it's much more than iPod Touch. The screen makes all the difference. It really does. The iPad is wonderful. Will I have a different opinion a week from now? I don't know. But I don't think so. In fact, I think the more I use it, the more I'm going to appreciate it. And you guys will be the first to know. With that, I'm going to wrap up OWC Radio number 21. I really appreciate you listening to the show. I love it if you send me some feedback. It's podcast at maxsales.com. Regular email is fine or audio feedback. And if you send audio feedback, I'll play it on the next show. Be sure to check out the show notes at owcradio.com. And follow us on Twitter at OWC Radio. In the meantime, go check out maxsales.com for some really cool iPod accessories, iPad accessories, iPhone accessories, and, oh yeah, by the way, hard drives, RAM, boy, processor upgrades if you have an older machine. We have got, oh, microphones. We have, oh, just so much stuff. You, you have to go up to OWC and check it out. That's at www.maxsales.com. So I will see you later in uh, this week, and I can't wait to find out what else is going to be released on the iPad. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I hope you guys get an iPad and can enjoy it as much as I have been. Talk to you soon.